Hi guys, are you ready for a year of creativity? You ready for amazing, amazing year? Nothing better than starting this 2020 with the interview and this level. Having Kathy Diano here, I think is going to inspire you. Kathy is the co-founder of Painting with a Twist, which is a paint and sip studio nationwide with over 300 locations. I own one myself. So if you can, please buckle your seatbelt and get ready for this amazing time. Jump, you're ready now. Jump, the sky's the limit. Jump, jump, jump. Leave it all behind and jump. Just go for it. Jump, if you can dream it. Jump. <laughs> I am so happy to have you here with me today at Jump. This is just a treat. Well, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. I really, really am. Wonderful. The first thing that I wanted to is I would like to ask you to take us back. Take us back to what was your dreams going up? And how did you ended up doing what you do, what you did with Penguins Twist, starting that? So tell us. Okay. Um, as a child, I didn't really have any um, dreams for my future. I kind of lived by the seat of my pants, I, you know, as a child. I can't really say I wanted to be an engineer. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. I knew I was creative and I enjoyed um, doing creative things, even as a child. One of my favorite um, activities was making hats and, uh, you know, those little paper hats that people would make and I would decorate them. So I always loved that, but I can't really say I ever had a vision for my future. I just kind of let it grow organically. And, um, and it, you know, and that worked for me. And I did a lot of things. Uh, I waited tables. I worked at a ski lodge. Um, I, I just kept waiting to grow up, I guess, was, was the, the thing when I look back on it now. So, right. Uh, you know, Everything in my life has just kind of come to me organically. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. So organically, how that painting with a twist came about? Okay. So um, I had met my business partner, Renee, um, in, uh, at kindergarten. She's 15 years younger than me. We both had children that were in kindergarten class. And we volunteered together and we got along. And so like women do... We, let's do something together. It was never supposed to be this huge business. It was, let's just do something fun. Let's make a little extra money and, and just do something in the community. And it just kind of started that way. And I think what happened with Painting with a Twist was because, and a lot is said about us starting after Katrina, but because the, uh, the community needed healing, they needed creativity, they needed to feel like they were doing something. But I feel like everybody feels that and needs that. And especially women, you know, women didn't really have a place to go their own place. I mean, you could go to somebody's house, but you had to make sure the kids were in bed, the husband was doing something else. So as far as a meeting place for women, I think that was what really um, set us apart and made people, um, women want to come to us and men come too when they're allowed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So it just grew in spite of us. I mean, we just, and we didn't come up with the idea. Our friend John and Francie came up with the idea. And 
And we just kind of went with it. And they had actually told other people about it before us and nobody wanted to do it. And because it was a creative outlet and I love creative outlets and I love creative people, um, I thought, how much fun would that be? You know, mm. so um, for me, it was about the fun and making right. money. If, if the thing that you just said is no one wanted to jump. You guys just jump into yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I'm not, I come from a, a family of entrepreneurs, everybody, my father, my grandfathers on both sides, they all had their own businesses. My brother, my sister, um, all had their own, my niece, all have had their own business. So we were entrepreneurs and I had opened probably three or four businesses before this. Nothing, nothing quite took off, but they were all creative. One was a, a restaurant because I love to cook. One was a jewelry business because I love wow. <laughs> jewelry. Uh, we made jewelry out of antique buttons. It was so much fun. Oh, so, wow. But none of them ever really, um, you know, made the impression on people that that uh, painting with the twist did. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty amazing because it just shows that sometimes we as a creative entrepreneurs, we have to pursue many things until figured it out, the one thing that hits home. So then you just run with it, right? And I think one thing that entrepreneurs, whether they're creative or not have in common is there's some fearlessness there. There's no, you know, there's no looking back. There's no, you know, that, you know, like we were talking about quotes earlier, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, well, what if I fail? Well, what yeah. if I fly? You know, right. I think entrepreneurs are more like, what if you fly? Right. Oh my goodness. I actually, I love that quote too, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so for the small business owner, how did you were able to like start in this thing out of your barn and jump into uh, a national brand that Paint with a Twist is today? I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that we understood from the very beginning that we were a little out of our depth as it started getting bigger and bigger. And we are we were very good at getting help somewhere else, looking for help, surrounding ourselves with people who knew more than us. Um, I think we had the heart and we had the culture, but we did not have the business acumen. And we knew that we needed to put people in place that had that business acumen to take us from one level to the next, to the next, to the next. And that changed everything. Yeah. I, pe people have to realize they don't know everything. They might, they might know a lot about um, their, you know, their concept, and they might know, well, know a lot about what kind of culture they want to build, but they don't know everything. Oh, wow. That's, that's a good advice right there. It's really because sometimes people try to do everything right. and in their business. And you can't do everything, and you can't be good at everything, and then things start falling through the cracks, and before you know it, you know, you're playing catch up all the time. Right. Oh, that's such a good advice. Oh, this is so great. So this is a hard question here. What I'm going to ask you. Okay. So I want to ask you and invite you to be truly honest here with our listeners. What is the bravest thing that you ever did? Um, there's two, two things that okay. I looking back on were very brave. One of them was I hitchhiked from Louisiana to Vermont at 20 years old. That's brave. What? I know, right? So, um, and the-, uh, the Wow, other, you're surprising us here. I love that. This is-, this and, is and that's a whole nother story. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, um, and the other thing was having a child at almost 44. Oh my goodness. I think that's, I, 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 when I was hitchhiking, I didn't know I was brave. I just, that's what you, I was doing. But I knew I was being brave when I had a child at almost 44. And since he's um, 
21 now. Mm. I know it was brave. It's still brave. Right. To this right. day, it's brave. <laughs> No, now tell y'all, wow. Now tell me your journey as a mother. What is, what is the highlight for you? Because, you know, at the age 44, you're starting with a baby. That's just insane. You yeah. know, what is the journey like? Um, you know, I was living um, in New York at the time. I'd been living in, well, and I had been living in New York for um, five years. And I knew once I had Ryan, I needed to come home. I did not need to be living that life. I did not, you know, want to live that life. So I came home and, you know, it takes a village and it, and I have tried to instill in Ryan. um, I mean, I knew I had a project, a project I loved, but one that was going to impact way after I was gone. And so what I've tried to instill in him is um, the, the better good volunteering, caring, empathy, um, it's been a challenge because Ryan is his own person and he, uh, he's a good kid. He's uh, smart. He's funny. He's cute. Um, but he's his own person. And so it's been hard to, 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 I think parenting is the hardest thing you ever do. I do. The responsibility is huge. So, um, it's been, and, and I think having my business has been really good for him to see that women can be powerful, that women can be successful. And I know looking at him now that he, he, um, he puts everybody on the same plane. So I think that part of that is that I worked really from the time he was five. Oh, wow. With that, I volunteered. So I was working. He used to say, if the, you know, the, he'd tell him, call the art association if you're trying to find my mom. You know, because that's I always volunteered at the art association. That's, that's really amazing. That's really good because he's always going to carry that, that legacy, that love for art. I really believe that. Yeah. So going in the same um, road track, when you're talking about if you want to find my mom, go to the Artists Association, we know that you love creators and artists. What is about that? What is about them that you love? I love their talent. I love because I, I don't have it. I'm a collector. I'm a patron, but I do not have what artists have that comes from the brain and transcribes onto a canvas or clay or mixed media. And I just, and I used to do, um, when I made my jewelry, we would do craft shows, right? And, and jewelry, the jewelry was putting things together. It was not, and I do have a creative eye. Mm-hmm. And so I can do that, but I would be in this group and you've done these shows. And so you're in this huge field with tents, all with people Nobody's making a fortune, but right. everybody loves what they do. Right. Everybody, you can feel that energy in that place that everybody there is doing what they love. And so I wanted that. I, even if I could only be a part of it in a, in a way um, that's, that's not the creative side. So I, I, just, I just feel that artists of any kind, musicians, dancers, um, of any kind, just have such a God-given talent and um, that I wish I had. And I don't. Right. I mean, you know. I don't know if back in the time they had the name the creator of arts, but today something that is very popular is the people that help bring forth the artists. And I think that's probably what we can say that you were, you wanted to curate other talents. Right. And you know, it's been, we would, we, um, I was talking to some franchisees last night and we're just so happy about our artists who have started at painting with a twist and have gone on to do 
you know, bigger and better things. And we were like a springboard for, you know, for artists to do their own thing. And they've left us, which is mm. sad, but also mm-hmm. great. Because right. they're going on and pursuing their dreams that they never thought that they could do. And right. it's because of painting with a twist. Right. Um, yeah. And so I take a lot of satisfaction and gratitude from that. Oh, yeah. I still remember the feeling when I went to the interview and it was 2011, many years ago. And they like, can you teach art? And I was thinking like, oh, my gosh, I don't have a degree. Yes, I can teach. It just creates that whole platform for people to be able to grow forth. Right. You know, it happens to me. And I'm really grateful for that because. You can see all the goodness that we get to do today. So, And I think we're spreading art throughout the country and the world. It's making it accessible to everybody. And art, I feel, is so important to so many people they don't even understand. And this gave them an outlet to at least try and understand and appreciate it a little more. You're right. You're completely right. I love how you see, because you're a business owner, and you, but you can also see with your heart. Thank I, you. I like that, that. That makes a big difference. And I think that's one of the keys for business to be able to grow. I think that's what was one of the keys. It's like, okay, this can help people truly, you know, have access to art and access to have a gathering place. Yeah. So I think it's one sometimes in business, if you only look into the numbers and look into how much more money can we make, but it looks into what, what is people truly feeling? I think that's an important thing. You know, that's my job. I've got other people to worry about the money to, you know, make sure all that's going right. Right. I'm the one that I'm the cheerleader. That's, and that's what I like. And that's what I think I'm good at. I'm the keeper of the culture. You yes. Know, I'm not, you know, I'm not the bottom line person. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You can't be everything. And I think they're all important. I think the keeper of the culture is as important as the controller or the CEO or anything like that. They've got their job and I've got mine. And right. you can do a good job without the other. That's amazing. So for somebody that is starting their business or they own a franchise or what is the specific roadblocks to watch out throughout the journey? Um, I think it's a few of the things that we've discussed. I think trying to do everything. I've seen mm-hmm. a few systems, uh, mostly women, trying mm-hmm. to do it all, uh, franchise systems, and then they get they get burnout. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's not taking care of your employees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they say you take care of your employees, they'll take care of your franchisees. And I believe that. And I think people get very caught up in the bottom line. They get very caught up in, you know, get it done, get it done, get it done. And they don't uh, take care of their employees. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, that not trying, no matter what your business is, not thinking a little bit out of the box because everybody's thinking in the box. So you need to get out of the box if Mm -hmm. you're successful, uh, at least to a point where marketing's concerned and, and that sort of thing. That is a million dollar advice. So uh, we talk about uh, quotes. Uh, Quotes are so deeply, they affect me, they change me, they guide me. And I always ask every guest that comes around, what is your favorite quote at this moment in your life and and tell us why. And you you said that you have more than one. So feel free to share that with us. And I'll tell you this, I collect them. If I see them, I I download them. I have them 
almost a thousand on my iPad. And when I'm having a bad day, or sometimes when I'm having a good day, I'll just sit and scroll through them. I've made little books for people and sent them to them if they're going through mm-hmm. a tough time or if wow. they, you know, and it's really, you know, I think that's it for me. It's a really good thing to do. So I have three that are, are good for me now. And this one's been good for me for a long, long time. The best thing about telling the truth is that you don't have to remember what you said. I feel like telling the truth is, is one of the most important things that you, can, you, you can't go wrong. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Um, but most of the time, it's gratifying and enlightening. So I, I think, and sometimes it's hard. I can tell you it's hard. But um, it's since about my 20s. I can't say I was that good at it before my 20s. But sometime <laughs> in my 20s, I was like, okay, this isn't working for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another one is um, sometimes the strength within you is not a big fiery flame for all to see. It's just a tiny spark that whispers ever so softly. You've got this. Keep going. Wow. That's, um, that's one I really like. And then another one, and I think it's really good for um, female executives or people starting to, um, you know, to start their business. And then as their business grows and they find more and more challenges out there, seek peace, but be ready to go to war. And I, yeah, I really like that one. I think that you should always seek peace, no matter, no matter who it is. You know, uh, no matter who you're dealing with, what you're dealing with, I think peace is the way to go. But if you can't have peace, you've got to be strong enough to go to war. And wow, I, I love that. I do you're giving people permission, like be a peacemaker. Absolutely. But if you want, if you need to fight, so then don't be a weak, right? No duck. Fight. Go after it. If you believe in it, go after. Yes. Oh, so, wow. So those are my quotes. And thank you for asking me because quotes are very important in my life too. Oh, I'm so glad. I I mean, if you have to think about the things that you do, I think quote kind of like gives you a voice to what you think and you feel, you know, and I I love them too. I love them too. Now to know that you treasure them so much, it just, it's a new thing I'm learning about you today. So I think they clarify the emotions you're going through. That's what I think they do. You, you know, your brain's going a mile a minute, whether you're happy or sad or scared or whatever emotion you're going through. And it clarifies it in your brain to be able to, so that you can work through it. Right, right. Okay, so you told us that don't try to do everything in your business. That was one of the main points that you told us. What will be the our last advice for the creative business entrepreneur? What it will be the one thing that you want to tell them and be like, listen, I've been in this for a while. <laughs> Take a look on this and I'll say, so tell me what would be that? I would think number one is know your audience, then market to your audience. Mm. But it's very important to know your audience. People don't really always understand who their audience is or how to market to them. I mean, marketing these days is so digital and is so ch- ever-changing mm-hmm. and it, it's the least expensive way to go. So I think you, and, and definitely stay true to yourself. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, you need to change this in order to get more successful. You started this, this is your business. You got it to where it is. You must be doing something right. So keep on that track, but learn how to market your business. Oh, that's so good. I can't express how thankful I am. Um, I love the joy that you carry when you come around. I love your creativity. 
I love your brush necklace. <laughs> Say thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It was great seeing you smile. Jump, you're ready now. Jump. <laughs>